You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Just three days from the ceremonial start of the Iditarod, we ask again about a musher's disqualification. It was the law of the land for one big voting cycle. Now one group says they have enough names to ask Alaskans to decide again about right choice voting. And a deadline dilemma. Some say the education legislation needed to pass quickly to make a deadline about rural internet. The governor said that deadline is not real. And high winds and cold air. It's a tough combination for many Alaskans this week. I'll show you where temperatures will drop to more than 20 degrees below normal. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening, everyone. The last great race is about to start, but still no detailed comments from top race officials after one of its former champions was disqualified from the race last week. That disqualification coming after unconfirmed allegations of sexual assault were made against Brent Sass, allegations the musher vehemently denies. Now, this afternoon at a media event for the race, Rebecca Palsha tried to speak with Iditarod leaders about the controversy. And Rebecca, what kind of response did you get? So, Mike, we went to the mandatory media credential meeting today, hoping that Iditarod officials could answer some of our questions. After the disqualification of Brent Sass, what message do you have for women in the race or associated with the race? Again, like we stated at the beginning, this is not a press conference of any, any sort or type. We're just specifically talking about uh, rules and regulations for our press and media. But there are regulations about how people must act. Do you have any message for reinforcing that? I think the message I think the message has been really clear what our board of directors put out. So you've all read it, you've all seen it, and enough said on that. Now, February 22nd, the Iditarod Trail Committee Board put out a one-sentence news release saying the Iditarod Trail Committee Board convened a special meeting where the board unanimously voted pursuant to Rule 53 to disqualify Brent Sass. That rule focuses on musher conduct. The allegations against Sass were put in writing in November by Alaska State Director for Planned Parenthood, who sent a letter to Kuskokwim 300 board members. Now, that letter claimed that Sass sexually assaulted multiple unnamed women. Sass has strongly denied the allegations, but withdrew from the race when encouraged to do so. And last week, Sass was disqualified from Iditarod. Sass says all of the allegations are completely false and they are attempts to end his career. The ceremonial start of the Iditarod is this Saturday. You can watch the event live on Channel 2 and on our live stream on alaskasnewsource.com beginning at 9.45 in the morning. All right, thanks, Rebecca. A ballot initiative to try to eliminate ranked choice voting is now being formally reviewed by the State Division of Elections to see if it will appear on the November ballot. Now, preliminary results show the repeal initiative backers have submitted more than 36,000 signatures from across dozens of districts in Alaska. The group called Alaskans for Better Elections led the charge to get ranked choice voting onto the ballot and eventually in place by a vote of the people back in 2020. It has maintained the system increases voter participation, saves time and money. It allows voters to choose more than one candidate that the voter favors. 
But the group Alaskans for Honest Elections says ranked choice voting is confusing and expensive and delays results. Its director says it was a personal experience that got him involved in trying to get rid of it. Um, you know, my grandfather last year um, in 2022, uh, right after the election, told me he didn't know how to fill out his ballot. And uh, that made me very concerned. And so I just started looking into it further. And um, the data underlying ranked choice voting was very concerning. This is just the beginning. Uh, we're going to start, we'll be do, we're writing another, I'm writing another petition right now, and we'll be uh, starting that this summer. So this is just the beginning. Now, Alaskans for Honest Elections has submitted 36,982 qualified signatures. 26,705 verified signatures are required to get the repeal measure on the ballot. Those signatures coming from 34 of 40 House districts across the state. The Division of Elections is still in the process of verifying all of those signatures, but once the review is complete, final results will be made public. And if it's determined that the ballot initiative has the number of verified signatures, you uh, can expect to see it appear on the uh, this year's general election ballot in November. Now, Alaska's news source did reach out to the group Alaskans for Better Elections, the pro-ranked choice voting group, to get comment on the initiative petition. We did not hear back before airtime. Well, tonight, as the governor's education bill veto threat continues, the state's education commissioner is now responding to lawmakers' school internet funding concerns. Steve Kirch reports from Juno tonight. Some have said that if the bill was not signed today, grant money for increasing rural school internet speed was at risk. Many lawmakers made arguments that the education bill needed to be passed by February 28th. They said school districts that were eligible for grant funding to increase internet speeds could lose out if the bill was not passed. However, Governor Mike Dunleavy said not so fast and there was some flexibility on those deadlines. And some of those deadlines go into March. Um, uh, Mid-March, actually. So there's there's plenty of time to do that. That deadline message about school internet funding from the governor Tuesday as he threatened to veto the education bill came after we heard lawmakers say things like this for weeks. High-speed internet for schools, if we don't get it done within the next two or three days, that's gone. It has been extremely difficult to get a handle on exactly what needs to happen by when. But the governor and his administration disagree. But it's our understanding from good sources that uh, there's plenty of time to do this bill. Plenty of time, the administration says, not to sign the bill until lawmakers bring back the governor's priorities. In the meantime, while the deadline to submit a federal application for grant money to speed up school internet funding is February 28th, they say there's still time until the final March deadline to see what happens. So they're telling districts to put both slower and faster speed options down. Now, rural lawmakers like Bethel Representative C.J. McCormick hope a compromise can be reached. Like, those, they won't be able to take those tests. Um, generally speaking, like, internet is pretty slow um, and not as available for a lot of folks. Um, but I think, really, the biggest and most difficult thing is just the cost. The cost overall that, that schools have to incur um, is exorbitant. Now, remember, Governor Mike Dunleavy has said he will not pass this existing bill unless lawmakers add language that pertains to bonus incentives for teachers and charter school reform. Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. And the fate of that education bill, SB 140, is still up in the air tonight following Governor Dunleavy's announcement yesterday that he would veto it if it does not include his top education priorities by mid-March. That uncertain education funding from the state, Georgina Fernandez tells us, is playing a big role in the Anchorage School District's proposed budget for next year. With the assembly now set to take up the school district budget, 
The state of limbo continues as the district waits to see final numbers from Juno. For now, program cuts to the Ignite gifted student program will not happen, along with help and our aids not being cut. And more than 70 teaching jobs have been saved. But all that is based on adding $9 million back to the budget. It assumes the district gets at least a per student funding increase of $110. For perspective, right now, the proposal to increase that base student allocation is $680 more per student. This amendment assumes uh, at least a small BSA increase this year and, and veers away from our standard practice of passing a budget with known revenue. But this is an unprecedented situation given the lifetime action on SB 140. So there is small risk, but we can manage it. The school board president and teachers union remains hopeful that the budget will hold as they wait to hear news about a veto. And if changes are need to be done, leaders have until the end of June to do so. Georgia Fernandez, Alaska's news source. Well, let's turn now to the weather situation. The wind is whipping across south central Alaska this evening. Let's take a live look at the brisk conditions here in Anchorage. See the camera shaking out there. Melissa Fry says the wind and the cold are here to stay. She joins us now with a look at the forecast. Yeah, Mike, you definitely see it there on that camera view. We've been seeing the winds pretty strong here throughout most of the day uh, across Anchorage, especially from Midtown West and uh, to the north, seeing those strong winds across much of South Central as well. The sunset, though, it's stunning. Check out the view from Eagle River. This is in Mount Baldy. You can see the treetops there also blowing in the wind. Current wind gusts at 39 miles per hour. So even though temperatures are in the mid-teens, at this hour, it feels more like one below. If you're out there uh, with any exposed skin tonight, it is going to continue to feel quite cold. Now, we are seeing those wind gusts even stronger as you head out uh, along the coastal areas, including Seward, gusts there to 59 miles per hour, 56 in Valdez. But the strongest winds today have been in Palmer. Those gap winds funneled through the mountains, 61 miles per hour there. Sunny and dry here across most of South Central, teens on the Kenai Peninsula. We do have a little bit more cloud cover near Cordova with that area of low pressure sitting just to the south, still bringing some lingering snow showers into southeast. And we're also seeing high winds through the Alaska Range, the Brooks Range, the slope all the way into Seward Peninsula. All of that contributing to blowing snow and dangerous wind chill values, multiple advisories and warnings in effect. I'll have more on those details here a little bit later in the newscast. But tonight with clear, dry conditions, those temperatures are going to drop fast single digits overnight tonight. Again, winds staying strong in the same places they have for most of the day, and that'll continue through tomorrow as well, with high temperatures only reaching the mid-teens, about 15 degrees below what is normal for this time of year. And I'll have a look at that full state forecast here in a few minutes. All right, we'll see you then, Melissa. Thanks. Still ahead tonight, it takes discipline and a strict code of conduct, and if they succeed, a big change in their lives is possible. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Well, nearly two months after we first introduced you to some students enrolling, the, enrolling in the Alaska Military Youth Academy spring semester, the candidates who stayed with the program have now earned a new title. Adhering to a strict schedule, rigorous exercise, and a quasi-military structure of discipline, Harley Schreck checks in with them and updates us in this week's Inside the Gates. The 6 a.m. hour at Camp Carroll doesn't stay quiet for long. 
It's an early start each day for these kids at the Alaska Military Youth Academy. Ladies, we gotta move faster. Gotta Wake up, move faster. hygiene, formation. PT, shower, breakfast. All of this before 9 a.m. when students finally settle into the classroom. Last time we saw them, they were enrolling in the 2024-1 semester, then considered candidates, now officially cadets. But the road to get here to week six. Acclimation phase was very crazy. It sucked, and that's when I really wanted to go home. Was not an easy one to take for Kaylin Herring, who is determined to make good on a promise. I kind of made like a promise to myself that I'd make it through this and like a promise to my parents. So, and I'm already like almost two months in, so time has been flying by. For Anthony Flores, he's learning the value of self-discipline, a lesson he'll continue to apply long after he graduates. Everything you do here is definitely at least a little bit going to affect you when you get out. So I, I feel like, yes, most, most of the stuff we learn here is definitely going to help and affect me on the outside in a good way. The program is working for Herring and Flores, just as it has for past students. Or when their parents come up to you and say, I've noticed a change in my son or my daughter, thank you. You know, those, it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling knowing that, you know, you're, you really are giving back to the community that we live in here in Alaska. So it's a great thing. So much so for former cadet Andrew Murray, he's come back to help the next generation navigate the process as a retention specialist. I felt like my life was going in a, in a direction that I, I wasn't going to recover it. And me coming here and me overcoming my anxiety and growing through that, I saw, you know, this place, this place gave me so much. I feel like I should give back. While the semester is far from over, with more push-ups and tough love in store for these youth, by now they've hit their stride. You can't change them in five months, we know that. But we can give them tools to change themselves. And that's what we're here about. We're trying to make them see another way in life than the one that they're used to. Continuing to push themselves in a way they never thought possible. Inside the gates of Jay Bear, Carly Shrek, Alaska's news source. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.